All right, it is May 11th, and you're coming to the NBA show! Remember to subscribe to us on iTunes. What's our headline for this week? Our headline, 50% of grad students, according to the Census Bureau, are now women. <laughs> we did it! We have done it! Woo! Yes, 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 yes! Ah. But... Female enrollment in business school is up 25 to 35%. Up 25 to 35%? Ooh, we did it! Ooh, yes, yes. Ah, son of a bitch. Okay, but overall, enrollment at business school is now 30% female. That's terrible! Yes. That's, that, we, spent five, we spent 10 years recruiting, putting money into this, just to get that number of five. That's horrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually think what this says is that basically recruiting is tapped out. We've put a ton of energy into getting more women to apply to business school, and it's time for the markets to take over. There's, you know, it's been a lot of work to get super talented women into schools, but there needs to be more job opportunities, more, more role models, more networking, and, you know, and more support. It's not, it can't just be about recruiting women. So you're saying that, that women are, are not applying to business school simply because there aren't more jobs? Check, check this stat. According to the GMAC last year, women sent 20% more resumes out than men did and got half as many job offers as women did. Well, that explains that. In fact, based on those stats, it almost seems like the number of women applying to business school should be going down. So check this, which also blows my mind. In China, 63% of GMAT test taker, of test takers are women. More from China, it's more women coming to the US for business school than it is wait, men. Wait, wait, I have got it. I have the solution. I know What's how that? we can get more women at US MBAs. How? Become Chinese. Tom? We need to become Chinese. As an entrepreneur, I have to tell you, I have tried. I am trying. <laughs> it is not working. <laughs> well, try harder, my friend. Someday you'll uh, get there. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, <laughs> If you're out there, you're a woman, you're thinking about applying to business school, and you're looking for a role model, look no further than our next guest. Vanessa Green created her own job. Actually, she created four jobs. She raised $1.8 million in venture capital money from Venrock and Paytech while Ooh. attending B-School full-time. Please welcome to the show, Vanessa Green! Welcome to the show, Vanessa. Thank you. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your startup. What does on-chip power do? So, you know the brick on your laptop power cord, that annoying thing that you have to plug around thing. in your suitcase? I hate that. Yep. So we make that thing the size of a quarter. So imagine, just fits right inside your laptop, no more carrying it around, technology out of MIT. That's our stuff. <laughs> that is awesome. So it must have been super easy to raise money with an idea like that. Ah, oh, you wish. I mean, for us, it took 30 venture capital firms that we met with, Whoa. at least five meetings per firm, and we only got two term sheets. Two term Gosh. sheets. But how, and how That's a you, slog. That is, That's it, worse than a problem set. So look, Much worse. So look, Vanessa, you're an entrepreneur, I'm an entrepreneur, so I understand. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, Miro. Let's just be, clear, let's be clear, how much money have you raised during business school? None. Okay, I just wanted to get that out of the way. Okay, anyway, so you're an entrepreneur and I am also an entrepreneur. How, so you got two term sheets though, like that's the most competitive situation you can be in. How do you get two term sheets going at the same time? How'd you make that happen? Well, it's a process. Yep. So you're talking to a lot of different people and some people are moving faster than other people and some people you're just not interested in, so you try to slow them down. And I think really it's all about- Wait, once you're not interested in their money? Well, I think 
They're trying to give you money and they're going too fast. It's, I'll write not, your check not, right now. It's not as much too fast. It's it's what they want is different than what you want for the company. So maybe they have a vision for where they're going to take take your product, mm -hmm. how they're going to build your team. Yeah. Um, you know, for us, there was a lot of things they were demanding. They wanted us to bring in an executive chairman. They wanted VCs and angel investors in the deal at the same time. A lot, a lot of different types of questions were were being pushed, and so we were looking for someone who really shared our vision for where we want to take the company. And I, I mean, I know I've met some VCs, and my sense is that when they put money into a company, they're picking a CEO. They don't like that CEO to have, you know, another full-time commitment going on at the same time. Like being a student. How did you deal with that? Well, it was definitely a question that came up a lot. I mean, when I was when we were raising money in the fall, I got questions about what kind of classes I was taking in the <laughs> spring, whether I was going to have any other commitments, going on any of these B-school trips. Um, but I think, in the end of the day, it was my first priority, and I was able to say that. So, so did they ask you to drop out? I made it fairly clear that wasn't a choice. So if they were going to fund us and our team, I wasn't going to drop out of school, and I think the investors we found were comfortable with that. When do you bring that up in the conversation? You don't lead with that, I assume. No, you don't lead with that. You lead, <laughs> you lead, you lead with this as the first priority, and I think um, it's really about trying to find a situation that works for the team. And I was really fortunate in that we're in a technology development phase right now, and my technical team has been fairly full time. So the fact that the business side was um, going to be a little bit slow on the ramp because I was coming out of school, I think it was something we could work with. So you're raising. You decided you wanted to go and raise money while still being a student. What changed when you made that decision? Like. I think the biggest thing is you have to decide that this is what you're doing. You know, a lot of people, they come to business school and they are looking for what they want, trying to figure it out, I guess thinking about all the different options they could pursue. And at that moment, when you say, I'm going to do this company, you have to be 100% committed. So, I, I, I mean, you hear the joke about the scrambled eggs and the pig. What's, what's the difference in the breakfast? So the, the, the scrambled <laughs> eggs are involved. The, the pig is committed. So. <laughs> and so how'd your life change? Um... For me, it changed tremendously. I think it went from being a, a business school, um, spending a lot of time getting to know your peers and um, getting involved in a lot of different things to being focused on, on the business. But I think I've been really fortunate to be at a school that's really supportive of entrepreneurs. So here at MIT, there's a lot of classes that I can take um, that are entrepreneurship involved. And I think I've, I've learned a lot from that as well. And what's the biggest thing you had to give up? The biggest thing I had to give up I think um, for me, I guess just being, feeling like I was fully immersed in the MBA experience. Yeah. I think that's something that people come to business school for and um, you know, my experience has been quite different than a lot of other people's, but I think it's also what I wanted. I wanted to start a company like you, Miro. And so you hit the jackpot. I, I did. I mean, I, I got lucky. I think yeah. a lot of this is just sticking oh, around, luck. Yeah. sticking around <laughs> long enough to get lucky. So Would you, would you do it again? Uh, I think I would. I think I would. I think it's um, been really rewarding and it's a it's a tremendous experience to be able to build something um, with the team and uh, I guess have, have the chance to kind of chart your own course. Yep. Um, it's been really exciting. So let's move on to our next segment, jargon. So this jargon comes from Vanessa. For us, vesting. Oh, a fashion tip. 
Fortunately not. <laughs> so fasting is something um, I think that uh, is really important for us entrepreneurs, um, especially when you're starting out with a bunch of different founders. You don't so know what, what people are. So what is it? So, so you don't know how committed people are. Investing is you, you get your shares in the company, but you earn it out over time as you stay with the company. So like everyone so, you hire is going to have to go through this. Everyone we hire and us ourselves as founders. You, but you, but you started the company. You don't own it. Yeah. Why not just give yourself a million dollars? Well, shares. I mean, you hope that everybody you start the company with is going to remain really yeah. committed. But you, you hear a lot of stories about you know four people founded the company and six months later two were gone with half the company, and that's Even not what yourself. you want. Yeah. I mean, wow. you 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 need to keep the incentives with the team, wow. um, and I, I think that's. That's, that's why vesting is really important, both for entrepreneurs and the people we bring in, mm -hmm. make them earn it over time. So, so we asked you for your business school tip of the week, what tip would you give MBAs uh, starting, starting out to make the most of their experience? So I think for an entrepreneur, it's all about the team. It's, you need to know the people you're working with and find those people that are passionate about the same things you are. And did you know your team before you started business school? No, I didn't. I met them through a class here at Sloan. Seriously? Um, and Who are I they? Think, are they other Sloans? No, engineering students, PhDs um, from MIT, right. specialized in this technology area. That's cash money right there, PhDs. PhDs, for sure. <laughs> um, and I think I'm just really lucky um, that they shared my commitment for this and um, that we were able to build something together. Yeah. Shared values and um, caring about the same thing. Awesome. Well, Vanessa, thank you so much. It's been great to have you on the sh great to have you on the show. Um, Tom, what's on what's on your radar for this weekend? I'm going to be taking a trip to Washington D.C. I'm going to catch up with my parents and with uh, one of my oldest friends. What Travis about Lawrence. What about you? What are you up to uh, this weekend? Well, I'm pleased to announce that I'm finishing my last final on Friday, so All I'm right. going to be celebrating. Woo! Excellent. <laughs> Cool. Well, and I will be I will be finishing my move and going to my uh, my wife's lab mate. It's her it's her going away for the summer party. So we'll be doing that. Um, in the meantime, you should remember to subscribe to our newsletter at theNBAShow.com. I'm Miro Kaz. I'm the real Tom Rose. Vanessa Green. And you've been watching the NBA Show. Show.